welcome to Catavan Cast. Van life with a cat. You still find that funny, don't you? I don't think I'll ever stop finding it funny. Okay, good. It's that's, okay. That's something. But maybe other yes. people will think the same. It's a conversational podcast where we talk about the different countries we went to on our trip and mm-hmm. try and give you some prep and maybe some ideas for if you go yourself. I really have to work on that introduction because that yes. was awful. I am okay. Ben. I'm Frey. And Dargo, the cat, is lounging on the front seat. I think she's seat. seen something. Yeah, well, there's still a lot of... You may be hearing some birds. Um, we normally try to close the windows when we do these. Um, but it's rather warm today. Mm. Uh, we're still in the south of Greece. And it's uh, the 1st of June. It is the 1st of June. It is... Is that officially summertime? Not sure. I don't know. It's hot enough, anyway. Um, so apologies. It shouldn't be too deafening. I hope not. No. We'll um, see. We'll see. And this week we're talking about Germany. Yes. A um, little bit different with this episode, though, because when we did France, we just talked about the bit of France we did at this part of our trip. Mm-hmm. But we just sort of nipped into Germany. Yeah. On very the way, briefly. very briefly on the way to Denmark. Um, but then we came, we went, went through Denmark, elsewhere, and then we came back into Germany from Poland later on, and on our way down to France. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to be combining the two things into one into one episode. Um, First of all, before we get started, I want to give a big thanks to, apologies if I pronounce this word wrong, Ganesha Project Hippie Bus. Ganesha, yes. Ganesha Project Hippie Bus. Uh, they commented on our last YouTube video. Uh, apparently some of our information is out of date, mm-hmm. a little bit wrong. Um, they corrected. They also gave us some uh, great tips for places to visit in the Netherlands next time we're there, because we do want to go back. Yes. We had a, a fleeting visit. Uh, one of the things they recommended we did actually do, which is that sea... The, the motorway that goes across the sea. Oh, yes. But we yeah. did it in the dead of night. Yeah. So it might as well have been a tunnel. Yeah. Uh, which is a, a shame. But it's fine. But um, yes, uh, thank you very much to them. And um, that's kind of what we want. We're just, we, we would love to generate some uh, conversation. Exactly. On these episodes. Yeah. Um, just sharing tips, tricks, ideas, places to go, things like that. Um, so that's uh, Ganesha Project Hippie Bus. I've said that differently said every time I've said it. It's now. okay. Uh, thank you very much. Um, um, if you are interested in the corrections that they suggested, that comment is still on YouTube. Yes, on it's the a, video. So I've pinned it on that YouTube video. Okay, so perfect. that's the first comment you'll see. So thank you very much for that. And yeah, if anybody has anything about this episode or any other episode, please do let us know. Drop comments. Uh, we just like enjoy talking about this sort of thing and sharing ideas. Hence the podcast. Yep. Uh, so on to Germany. You want to go to Germany? Well, there's some uh, things you're going to need to know beforehand, some legal requirements, mm-hmm. things like that. As with, if ever you're driving somewhere in a foreign country, you should always have your driving license and your registration documents with you. Mm-hmm. Um, in Germany, you must also have your, again, you should have your passport anyway, you must have that, and you also must have your proof of insurance. Yep. Uh, it's also worth noting, no matter what the legal driving age is in your home country, you must be 18 to drive in Germany. Okay. Um, many European countries, we've talked before about the European driving kits, mm-hmm. which you can yeah. buy. Um, if you're driving a British vehicle, you should, for every country, have the headlight deflector stickers yes. on so yeah. you, you don't dazzle other people. But in Germany, you must have uh, high-vis jackets, a warning triangle, and a first aid kit. And there are heavy fines, which are on the spot. They're, they're big on on-the-spot fines in Germany. Yeah. And you can face heavy fines if you don't have any of those three things. Or the headlight stickers. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, there are no toll roads in Germany for private vehicles. Hmm. And I think it's only commercial vehicles, according to the RAC site. Again, not sponsored by them. Just, you know. Um, the only... It's commercial vehicles over 7.5 tonnes, I think. How to pay yeah. tolls and certain roads. I have a question you may not have the answer to. Sure. Maybe somebody listening might. But how do they know what's a commercial vehicle and what's not? Well, it's um, it's com- well they just said it didn't sp- specify commercial vehicle. Oh, okay. But it did mention something over. It mentioned private vehicles mm-hmm. under and something about seven and a half tons. Okay. So if it's over seven and a half tons and not a private vehicle, so that to me suggests Arctic truck. Yeah. With okay. a brand on the side of it. Okay. Um, but I don't know. 
Yeah. I didn't look into that because it's if your mobile home is above seven and a half tons, you've probably just got <laughs> a bungalow on the back of a trailer. Uh, so a couple of things for driving around in Germany. Um, this one is a little bit different to other countries. They have the no overtaking signs, yep. which are the same as any other countries. The the, the red circle with a black, black car and, and a red car, car yep. which means no overtaking. In a no overtaking zone, that applies to vehicles with two or more, sorry, with more than two wheels. You cannot overtake a vehicle that has more than two wheels. Okay. So a car may overtake a motorbike. Yeah. I've never seen that happen myself, but you know, <laughs> motorbikes tend to overtake cars. But motorbikes cannot overtake cars. Okay. Because they have more than two wheels. But a motorbike may overtake a motorbike. Another motorbike. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, that's just something that's that was specified specifically different in Germany, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Uh, another one, which is sort of counter to the attitude of people who do this in the UK. When there's a lane closure, so in a dual carriageway or on one of the autobahns, yep. you must drive to the end of the lane where the closure is and then merge. Okay. People, I know in the UK, when you see people doing that, you kind of think badly of them. Yeah. Think, who's this bloke trying to push in? Uh, but in Germany, you are required to do that. I think it helps. It does actually help the traffic flow. Yeah, I was going to say, because then from that point of merging, you've got two, at least two lines going back rather than just the yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just something else to keep in mind. Um, German speed limits. Uh, the quick thing I read: they're it's fifty kilometers an hour in built-up areas, mm-hmm. which is denoted the same as in every other European country. Have either the name of the town or just a picture of like a stereotypical skyline, and that means fifty kilometers an hour. And then the other side of it, there'll be a line through it, mm-hmm. the same sign, okay, which denotes back to the other speed limit the other speed limit varies dependent on the type of vehicle you're in okay but they're usually signposted mm-hmm. it will just tell you what it is which is easier and another uh, misconception about the autobahns is that they're all unlimited speed limits in germany obviously very famous the autobahns autobahn just means motorway yes and uh, not all of them have an unlimited speed limit Okay. The the way to tell is they will again be signposted. They're usually 120 or 130 kilometers an hour. But when you see the speed limit sign with a black line diagonally through it, that means the speed limit no longer applies. Go as fast as you want. Okay. And then I presume when that section ends, there's the speed limit sign again. Yes, another speed yeah. limit sign. Yeah. Okay. On the subject of speeding... Uh, again, on the spot fines for speeding, they can range anywhere from 10 euros to 600 euros. Oh, wow. So, don't bother. <laughs> the other thing, the big thing driving in Germany, are the low emission zones. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. Again, we used the app, uh, greenzones.eu app, I think it was. Yes. And Germany's just one, if you zoom out a little bit, Germany's just one big red spot it's every big city has low emission zones you can get stickers to be exempt from the fines but you still have to pay for those so we didn't bother with that we just avoided the low emission zones use park and rides where we could but even the emission zones vary in size they do yes the one in hamburg was just one part of one road yeah if i remember correctly and then obviously berlin is just one big yeah. And it's not just the big cities or towns that have it, even far smaller ones do. Yeah. So just be careful. Just be very aware because you could end up with some fines. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, this is, then is that, blah, blah, start again. This is anecdotal. Um, speaking with my father the other day, his TomTom sat nav updated with information that Germany, this was about a week, maybe two weeks ago, Germany has now banned the use of speed camera detecting technology. Okay. Uh, his TomTom has that system built into it, so you just have to deactivate it in the options before going into Germany. Yeah. Um, but speed camera detection units are banned in Germany. And that's about it, really, in terms of rules. Uh, one thing I kind of wanted to talk about, back to the autobahns, or the, the lack of speed limits on the autobahns, mm. is how they were really hyped up 
on social media. Everyone's terrified of them. There's so many videos and interviews of people going on about how terrifying they are. Yeah. It's really not. We manage no. it in this thing, and this thing starts to shake terrifyingly at about 100 <laughs> kilometers an hour, and then slows right down on hills. We had no bother. I, th- I think the key with Germany is... Because the rules on a motorway is the other lanes are there for you to overtake. Yes. And then to come back into the slower, well, lane one, when you can. Yeah. Once you finish your overtaking manoeuvre. Everybody does that in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is, yes, someone could be blaring up behind you at 400 kilometres an hour, but you're overtaking. Saying we never had any aggro from anybody. Mm. No beeping horns, no flashing lights, no flailing arms. None of that. No swearing as I went past. No, but as soon as we, as soon as it was safe for us to come back in to finish our overtaking manoeuvre, they'd carry on. Yeah. No sideways glances. I mean, they might do now because the vans are bright colour. Yeah. Um, but no, it, driving in Germany was, there was no, no stress. No. Nope. No worries. The auto, driving on the autobahns was fine. Uh, they're quite open. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not as, they're not as condensed in terms of traffic yeah probably because they could all get out of the way <laughs> they can disappear quicker uh, yeah it's just an odd one everybody it's probably for likes I suppose someone making a video saying oh the autobahns are terrifying it's probably going to get more views than someone saying the autobahns are alright what's your problem they're not that bad <laughs> yeah um, so yeah that's everything you kind of need to know for driving in Germany or the legal stuff so now on to the anecdotal stuff yeah Again, so this was, um, we just come from the Netherlands in early October, this was. We spent a weekend in Amsterdam. Uh, we spent a long day, we left Amsterdam in the evening and we drove up to our first stop in Germany that night, which is when we went across the the C motorway. Yeah. It's an S-E-A motorway. I did find the name for it, I do not want to attempt to <laughs> pronounce it. Pronounce it. it for fear of offending people. Uh, we drove along the sea motorway and we ended up stopping in the woods, which you did have the name for, but again... I did, but... It's very I... difficult to pronounce. Yeah, no. The easier one, just east of a town called uh, Bremerhaven. Okay. Which I'm also probably pronouncing wrong, but there you go. Um, we got there on a Saturday night out in the woods. It was... Because it was a Saturday night, mm-hmm. I remember I was a, a little bit anxious and maybe there'd be local youths. Mm. Um drinking being loud whatever there were some people there when we arrived but they were just sort of leaving yeah i think we deserved a drug deal (laughs) a german drug deal yes uh but we just had a a very quiet night and woke up surrounded by massive fir trees dead silence it was really nice wasn't it? i think that was one of our first um forest stops it was possibly our first proper naturey sort of yeah stop I think so. Because we took Dargo out for... She could have a good walk around in the morning. Yeah. On the lead. Yeah. Do her her little morning patrols that she does whenever... (laughs) Her little perimeter check. Yeah, whenever we're not parked next to a road or something. Yeah. Um, Luckily, she's rather scared of cars. (laughs) Um, Which is why we we try to get out to the the countryside as much as possible to let her have a roam around. Yeah. Although, we're letting her roam around now. The doors are wide open and she's sat in the van sleeping. Until it gets dark and then suddenly she wants to go running around. Yeah, then she's active. Uh, so then we went to Hamburg. Yes. And we went through several towns. They were so small, these villages, I didn't want to pick one that we went to. Oh, I see. Uh, but okay. they were along the river Elbe. Mm-hmm. And was it apple farms? They are apple farms. Yeah, really red apples. I yes. think the town you're thinking of is called York, spelled with a J. Okay. J-O-R-K. Um, but yes, really red apple farms with uh, farmers with tiny tractors and lots of small trailers like piled up apples on top of them. Mm. Um, and it was all a little bit like how many virgins have been sacrificed to make these apples <laughs> as red as they are kind yeah. of a situation. They're blood red apples. <laughs> Um, I blame Supernatural for that. I'm not just a weird <laughs> psycho. Um, but, yeah, no, it was amazingly picturesque, but also slightly creepy at the same time. Yeah. I remember that because the little trains, they, they were almost like little trains you get at theme parks mm. where they, they take the kids around yeah. to different parts. It was a bit... Not seen anything like that before or since. No, not really. 
But that was a nice stop. We came and realised how big the River Elbert is at yeah. that point. It was almost like a sea. So, like, oh no, there is land the other side. <laughs> uh, then on the way into Hamburg was my first... Um, Terrifying experience. Yeah, near-death experience in the van. Uh, coming down a hill, some lights changed to red. And put the brakes on and the brakes just seized. Yeah. They just uh, did not stop the van. It was a van. bit wet, though. It was... Yeah, it was... I don't even know what it was. It was just terrifying. Um, you know, first time that's happened to me when I've had a kitchen behind me. <laughs> um, when you've been transporting a home. Yes. Yes. Um, but we managed and we got parked. This was on a Sunday. And we got parked in the... Fairly close to the centre of Hamburg. Yes. Where there was a bit of a, a fair on. Some mm-hmm. little temporary rides. Yeah. Set up, things like that. We managed to get parked there. Uh, it was late afternoon at this point, wasn't it? Because with it being October, you start worrying about the sun going down. It was about three, four o'clock, yeah. I think. And we decided that we'd sort of have a quick, sort of like a preliminary explore of Hamburg. Yeah. To decide what to come back to the, the following next day. day yeah. So we went to the, we wanted to get some uh, worst, proper German sausages. Yes. And we ended up getting, I think we did get currywurst from... We got currywurst. Yeah, from, there was a place in the train station, wasn't there? Yes. Because again, yeah. we're very much on a budget. We wanted somewhere, I mean, I happily spend lots of money on sausages. <laughs> Good to know. But we, yeah, we needed something a little, a little cheaper, uh, and it was very nice. It was. Some German it was beer a nice as well. Meal. And then we went for a bit of a wander around the town. We found that church, uh, the bombed-out church. Yes, I think it's Saint Michael's. Yeah. I think. Um, but the, But that was really cool. Yeah, I remember the noteworthy thing about that is the first time I've been on holiday somewhere, reading about. Um, oh, this was bombed during the war, and then you sort of realised, oh wait, that was that was us. Yeah. Like, it's the first time I'd been to an Axis country on holiday, and uh, you sort of read that, oh, th- this was bombed at several points. It's like, oh, because you just your brain just goes, oh, the Germans, no, no wait, we're in, and that was us. Yeah, we did this. <laughs> it's the other way around. Sorry. And then we did have a bit more of a walk around, didn't we? We went to the, we saw the city hall. We did. That was really cool. Wasn't, yeah. Was that not where there were pillars with um, ships on top? Yes, of them? huge. Yeah. Plinths. Yeah. Pillars. Yeah. That was really cool. I like ships. And we had a quick walk through the the more modern. Yes. Side of the city. Yes, modern and upmarket. Yes. Um, but again, this is just a quick walk to sort of see what to come back to. Yeah. But again, because of the budget, um, I think there was a museum in the city hall or next to it. Maybe. But there, we know there are some museums there, but uh, with our us being tight-fisted, you know, we can't really afford to go in any museums. So we, we went out of the town a bit to spend the night, and then we came back the following day. And we had so much trouble. It was on a Monday morning. Yeah. Could not get parking anywhere near the centre of the city. Not at all. We tried quite a few places as well, didn't we? We did. We drove around a lot. Um, we did eventually find a place, um, like an old industrial estate yeah where a lot of there were other vans and coaches parked up yes but it just didn't feel particularly safe no not really and, and it, it was quite a way out of the city it as would have well. been about an hour's walk i think yeah from what i remember to the city um so we did what anyone would do in that situation and gave up and went to denmark we're like we're done with germany I mean, this was, <laughs> no we, we thought we'll, we'll come back yeah we thought because we needed to go to denmark for where we were going we thought we'll come back to hamburg when we come back through Poland. Yes. So fast forward to the end of November. Yes, about the 20th, 21st of November. Something, something like, that, like yeah. that. Just before my birthday. Yeah. And then we're coming into Germany again from after visiting Poland. And we stayed right next to the lake called Shibasi. 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 I think sea is lake. Yes. Yes. Um, Shibasi, which was the nearest town I could see on Google, was called Hoyerswerda. Okay. Hoysverde. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, but yeah, we went there. And that was nice and quiet. Despite it being just off the main road, it was really quiet. And Dargo could have a bit of a walk around in mm. the morning again. Um, but the weather wasn't particularly great either, which may be why it was quiet yeah. as well. Uh, so then we decided to go to the town of Hoff. We were making our way south again to get to France and then to Spain. Yes, but we also had my birthday. We all, oh yes, we also had your birth. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So of course our plan was to do more, like go to Berlin, exactly, and then possibly Hamburg. Yeah. Um, 
But yes, you had a birthday at the end of the month, yes, didn't I you? Did. Yes, I did, indeed. And somebody was planning on surprising me and I had no idea where we were going. Yes, um, <coughs> it's difficult because I'd booked a place. I'll just come out just for ease. That's fine. Right. I'd booked uh, a weekend in uh, Rothenburg, Aube de Tauber. Yes, de Tauber. Which, of course, is down by... Um, it's in the south of Germany. Yeah, it's kind of. closer to Nuremberg than yeah, Frankfurt, yeah, but Nure- it's between the two. Yes, uh, I, I'd found it by <coughs> chance. And I didn't want to tell her where it was because I wanted it to be a surprise. But when the plan is to go to Berlin first <laughs> and then do more <laughs> northern Germany, it's like, no, we need to get down here. Um, now, I, I found Rothenburg by pure chance. Yeah. I wanted. To, I just looked, picked Frankfurt, what's near Frankfurt, and Google came up with Rothenburg. I'd never heard of it. I None of the pictures were familiar enough to me. Yeah. Uh, despite my parents having a picture of the famous fork in Rothenburg <laughs> on their wall since I was alive. <laughs> it just never, I never, never questioned what it was. Um, so, yeah, we had to head south. Um, we discussed the idea of coming back north afterwards. Yeah. But eventually the cold weather, mm. the ever decreasing temperature convinces us to carry on going south. Yeah. But we are going to go back to Germany and do the bits we've missed. Yes. On our way home. Yes. It's on our way home. So we went to the town of Hof. We did. Mainly because it's Hof. Yes. Like. David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. There you go. God, I was going to say Hoffman then. I thought, no, that's no. different bloke. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. The Hof. The Hof. Uh, Hof has. It was quite a nice town. And they have a motorhome. Specifically motorhome parking area. Uh, just outside of the town. Where we parked up. I think it was about a half hour walk into the, the town centre. I don't think it was that much, but yeah, something it, like yeah. that. Um, but the weather was starting to turn, it was a little bit it damp. It was, it was raining. So we didn't explore too much, but they had, I remember the, the churches were numerous and rather fantastical to yes, look at. Yes, they were. Yeah, they you could really sort of see were, yeah. them sticking up above the building, which yeah. is the point of a church, I suppose. And this was our first instance of being too early for the Christmas market. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so they were setting up a Christmas market, putting up all the decorations because yeah. none of the stalls were open, none of the lights were on. I think it was. Um, uh, what day did you say it was? This was a Monday. Yeah, that would have been a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, it was later that week that the. Oh, I'm Christmas... not sure actually. So, sorry to interrupt. I was basing that on the fact that we got into Germany from the Netherlands on a Saturday, but this is like a oh, over a, over a month later. So no, oh, I'm not sure what day this is on. Um. Okay. But it was midweek. I'm pretty sure it was midweek, and I'm pretty sure we were very close to um, the markets actually starting. Yeah, it was only a couple of weeks. Of it. Yeah, so I think it was uh, either a Thursday or a Friday. Right. Okay. And the market was supposed to start the day after. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how close we were. Like the stall people were stocking up. Yeah. And making everything look right, and we're like. Okay. Because well, we right. thought we're in Germany. Yeah. We have to go to a Christmas market. Yes. Because uh, they don't call them German markets there. No. They just call them Christmas, Christmas markets. Christmas markets. Crazy. <laughs> that we have to go to one. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't to be in half. And we would have liked to explore half a bit more. Yeah. But it was. The rain was really picking up. Yeah. So we left it. We had to head south. Uh, so we went and parked up. That's when we parked up on top of that uh, hill with a tree and a bench under it. I don't know if you remember Oh, that. yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at that photo the other day. And then we looked... So at this point, you still didn't know where we were going no. for your birthday. No. But we did know that, coincidentally, on the way, was a town called Freystadt. Yes. And as it has the word Frey in it, <laughs> we decided to go there. Exactly. Uh, it also had a motorhome parking area with uh, water points. Yes. Um, which uh, Germany is very accommodating on motorhomes for, like I say, so plenty of places have. Yeah specific parking to accommodate them people yep. coming through and we us personally would have gone to Freystadt anyway yeah because it you know it has a word Frey it's in it it's my town um, I've decided <laughs> but it's good that other people go there because you drive past that amazing church on the way in oh yeah you can see that because it's so flat the, the the road in yeah is so level that you can see yeah. that church from quite a while away I looked up the name of that church by the way oh did you okay it's, well, I'm not sure about the last word I just googled it because you Google it on look, hmm, you look for it on Google, mm-hmm. and it comes up with it's all in German. Yeah. So I translated it, and it is lost. It. It's the Sanctuary of Maria Hilf Church. Yes, I think the lady's name was Maria Hilf. 
Oh, okay. I wasn't sure whether Hilf yeah. was just, he just didn't want to translate. No, no, no. I think the lady's name was Maria Hilf. Yeah. Also, I'm going to apologise now. It seems like the wind's picking up. I don't know how much the I microphone don't. is going to pick that up. The microphone's not in the wind, so it no? should be okay. okay. No, okay. it should be okay. But yeah, apologies if it is a bit of background noise. If we sound like we're sat in one of those Thunderdome things. Yeah, unfortunately we can't <laughs> soundproof our van to studio levels. <laughs> um, yeah, they had that amazing church on the way in. Uh, it also had a garden around the corner of it, didn't it? Yes, it did. But no, that church, it's quite cool and quite different to look at from other Western European churches. Mm. But it, in essence, it's a, a cube... Yes. With a dome on it. Yeah. All right, so that makes it different as it is. But mm. if you actually go inside it, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's the... so ornate in there. It's crazy. It almost felt quite orthodox. Yes. In the the architecture of it. And then inside you had... Remember the dome was painted? The, yeah. The underside of the dome was yep. covered in paintwork. And it sculptures. There's a lot of pink, and... I remember. Yes. Pink, pink and church. gold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was cool. And then you go into the town, and it's one of it's like a little stereotypical, if you like, German market town. Yeah. Now you, 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 the main road takes you to the the high street or mm. the German equivalent, and you have to drive underneath a clock tower through a yes. tight little archway, uh, and then you've just got the big multicolored all the buildings. Like you have a yellow building, and then like a pink building, and a yep. blue building with the, the wood supports on the mm-hmm. outside of it. And um, the shops themselves were quite more modern it was all like coffee shops and clothes shops yeah um, where we got was quite a relief for us there was a cheap clothes shop having a bit of a sale on yeah obviously we'd lost a lot of our clothes in the burglary yes which we'll come to in a Spoiler future episode spoilers oh. make sure to like and subscribe to catch that <laughs> to episode find out. <laughs> find out all about that burglary or was it a robbery no it was a burglary it was a burglary there's a difference between a robbery and a burglary but we'll we'll cover that and yeah, that was just a pleasant... There was the, I don't think there was any museums or anything there. No. But it was just a nice stop. Yeah. We spent an afternoon there. Yeah. Um, nice place to stop. And, you know, they have facilities for motorhomes and things. So yeah. we were able to fill up on water uh, and empty waste, all the rest of it. Um, which we're always grateful for. Mm-hmm. You did have to pay for that one, though. I think that's the first water point we found where you pay like two euros for ten minutes of water. Yeah. Something like that. Which, you know, it's either that it's or a hotel. It's not bad, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the parking was free. So very grateful for that in all the places. And so after that was Rothenburg Odertalba. Mm. Which was an amazing place. It was. The only clue, mind you, that I was given mm. was... One was a lie, because you said it didn't have Berg in it. Right? And then the second one was that it had a fork. It had a famous fork. Yes. And I'm like, is that a cutlery fork is that a <laughs> tuning fork is it a fork in the road what are we talking about it turns out That's it was option c it was option c um but now for those who don't know rothenberg is it's an ancient well not ancient ancient very old yeah. hundreds, hundreds of years old yes um german it's a medieval town medieval walled town yeah uh three sides of it are surrounded by walls the other side is just a sheer cliff, a sheer cliff yeah uh, where the, the Tauber River runs mm-hmm. at the bottom of it. And it's... Well, what's the best way to describe it? It's just a fairy tale town. Like, you just any Disney film that you can think of, um, that's what it's based on. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I believe one of the houses on the fork, the famous fork, which we weren't actually that impressed with. No, I'm not, um, I'm not sure about that. No, but one of the houses on that fork, I believe, is what they based Geppetto's house on okay. in Pinocchio. Yeah, Having Pinocchio. not seen Pinocchio for about 25 years, I can't really remember. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, the city, sorry, the town wall, um, what do you call it, ramparts? Yes, you ramparts. Can, you, you can walk up to the top of the wall and you can walk around the whole thing yeah which is absolutely brilliant which is cool uh they have the big square now the big square they were setting up for the christmas market again but again it wasn't on in fact it was the following week yeah it was going to be on um we'd actually booked ourselves a hotel just outside of the town itself mm-hmm. of the the walled part of the town so there was parking there there doesn't seem to be that there's no um motorhome parking dedicated parking no. around there um, so we booked ourselves a hotel and they had a car park for us. So it was about a five minute walk into yeah. the wall part of the town. 
and it's on the same road that leads straight into the town square. So you have the big town hall, yeah. and there was the cathedral behind. Well, not the cathedral, the big church is behind that. Yes. And you had the huge. Yeah, I think the town hall was the one with the big clock in it, wasn't it? Yep. And we managed to catch that at twelve o'clock. Yeah, that's cool. And then cool. the the guys, the figures, come out the clock, mm-hmm. and that was everybody just piling out into the town <laughs> square just to watch that. And we managed uh, managed to get uh, some coffee out in uh, a yes, sat and outside a schneeball. A schneeball? Oh, the the, the, the ball. snowball. Yeah. Yeah. The Which left- I think looked better than it tasted. Yes, but in essence, it's just leftover pastry covered in icing. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. I still would have liked to have tried one of the stuffed ones. I think that would have been. Yeah, quite nice. they they were quite expensive though. Weren't they, they were. Yeah, um, and we were trying to keep it cheap, um, because we were eating out for meals because it was your birthday. Yeah. <clears throat> and we also treated ourselves to a museum. Oh, we did visit. the Christmas museum. Yes, they have a year-round Christmas museum. Yeah. Which teaches you quite a lot, actually. Yeah. About Christmas. Basically, everything you need to know about Christmas in Germany. Um. And it's really cool. It's got everything from how, uh, where Christmas trees came from, what people used to decorate them before. Yep. With um, Santa, all the different Saint Nicholases. Yeah. Do you remember the, that wall? Yeah. All of them on there. All the Krampus um, stuff. Yeah, there's stuff about Krampus. I love Krampus personally. So basically, anything you wanted to know about Christmas. Yeah. This place would do yes. it. Yes. But the the museum is in the Christmas shop. Yes. Which is not so much a shop as it is a Christmas village. village. <laughs> and you're not allowed to take photos in the Christmas village. And no. when you get in, you can see why. Like, you come out on this balcony, don't you? Yep. And the shop is made to look like Christmas village with a huge tree in the middle. Yeah. No, it wasn't a tree, was it? It's no, those, it's one of those... Um... It's like a wooden tower that spins. Yeah. Which I really like, actually. Yeah, I'm not big on Christmas, cool. but I like those things. They're really good. Maybe we can get one one year. Maybe. There was also, I think, a weapons and torture museum. Potentially, yeah. Not in the Christmas bit. It's a se- separate building. <laughs> separate um, building. But we didn't go in there trying to keep things happier. Uh, and we just... We got a leaflet from our hotel, which has two different walking tours, self-guided walking tours on there. We did them both. It's a small enough town. Yeah. Um, and it tells you all the history, information on all the points you go to. Mm. Um, and it was wonderful, I think. It was. Considering I found it by chance. Neither of us had heard about it. Nope. I do remember telling my parents, oh, we found this place in Germany. And like, yeah, we've been there. That's the picture on the landing. Like, oh. <laughs> and then she showed me the, the photo through a video call. I was like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, that we've been there now, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's good because there's no... They've really kept the aesthetic. They have. Other than the cars. Yes. It's understandable. But there's no McDonald's. There's no Starbucks. No. There's none of that. It's You can... At certain points, you can look down a, uh, one of the roads and think, "Yeah, this hasn't changed." No, in exactly. However long, and it's amazing until I... someone glides past on a hoverboard with a selfie stick. <laughs> um. I can't remember just how many pictures I took, but I know I took a lot of pictures so many. that week. So many. It was yeah. insane. It is such a picturesque town. Yeah, well, that was a good way to spend your. Yeah. And it gave us a nice break. It. Gave us a nice little break from being in the van. Yeah. Three nights, I think so. Uh, I think three nights, with breakfast, um, out out of the van. Miss um, Dargo has a bit more room to roam around, just in the room. Yeah, she can actually get a bit of a run on. Yeah, um, which is nice. So, That's where you discovered her love of foilies. Yes, Dargo loves foilies. <laughs> we can kind of play with that in the van. Yeah, but, it but not quite too much. Work. Just lo- loosely packed foil balls. Yes, she goes mental. Mental for, for them. Mental. Can you say that? I think you can. I think you can. Well, we have. Well, we're talking um, about a cat, not a yes, human, so, you know, that's my defence. Okay. So Onwards. <laughs> we finished in Rothenburg, very nice place, and then we started heading towards uh, Stuttgart. Yes. Uh, there's quite a long way to go in one day, because Stuttgart we couldn't drive into because of emissions, mm-hmm. but we'd found a... We were heading to a town called Goldberg, which is sort of south of... south or southwest, I think, of Stuttgart. Yep. But on the way there, we stopped at a another motorhome service area, out, yeah. arguably in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was just outside the small town of Newfen. I think the town of Newfen, like, made it, created it for yeah. people to come and stop. Yeah, that's it. Again, it shows a lot of towns do this. Yeah. They m- accommodate motorhomes. Exactly. To bring people there. We wouldn't have gone there 
if they didn't Otherwise, have it. exactly. Um, oh, this one was a bit different. I think you had to pay, but you could. There were electric points. Yes. You could plug into. Yeah. Uh, but we have the solar panels, so exactly. we didn't have to worry about that. Uh, but I remember the the drive there was incredibly foggy. It was. And it was you, quite dangerous. Yeah, you couldn't see more than about twenty meters in front of us. Yeah. And you're descending these twisty. You know, the road keeps turning back on itself. Yeah. And then we parked up and just looking out to the fog. And then, was it the next morning it cleared up? We woke up the next morning and suddenly it's, oh, you can see these mountains that we come down. <laughs> and on top of one of them was a castle right in front of us. Yes. Not my word, what's this? <laughs> so uh, that, this is a nice little... Yeah, I like that stop actually. That was yeah. quite a nice stop. That was a good, I think if we weren't persistently heading south. Mm. Um, because we've been so cold for so long. Yeah. We just wanted to get to the warmth. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, that, that's the kind of place we could have spent a day just relaxing, mm-hmm. just chilling out. Um, but then we went on to Stuttgart. I say went to the town of Goldberg, where there's uh, that's one of the park and ride stops. Yes. So it took us a while to confirm because it wasn't made clear with the signs. But parking there was free. Yes. And then you get on the train to Stuttgart, and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. But you park there to, to go to Stuttgart. Parking is quite difficult to find, and it's quite a tight car park yes there were quite i mean there was a multi-story which may have been quieter but well, we due to height restrictions there, exactly. yeah due to height restrictions we didn't go in there but we got into stuttgart i'd also arranged to collect a drone which i'd ordered off amazon mm-hmm. little pro tip if you go onto the country specific amazon pages you can sign up to amazon prime and get stuff delivered to pickup locations yeah uh, it's just annoying they don't have one in greece which i know we're out at the moment i and, know <laughs> um but no, that worked like an absolute treat um, went and picked that up and then we had a bit of a walk around Stuttgart we did we uh, did they also had a Christmas market setting up and they ready had, to go well they had several didn't they I mean, the first place we went to was the the, the park next to the palace mm-hmm. and they were setting they'd set up like a small fair there were some rides yeah and, th- and things there and a few market stalls but then on other streets all over the place yeah they had, I think they had several yeah. uh, so we had a look around the the park and went to the palace to have a look mm-hmm. from outside we remember near the palace sort of next to it was a museum which was free to get into oh yes but they the were, they were closing. looking built it was yeah, yeah, yeah. so if like you're looking if you're looking at the building yeah yeah if you're looking at the palace it was off to the right mm. over the road um but they were about half an hour away from closing yeah and we we're like well there's no point exactly going in. again we got there a bit later in the day than we should have done really um and then we went to the, the market hall. We did. That was cool. And coming out the other side of that, we found ourselves in the more modern part of the city again. Mm-hmm. With all the, the posh shops I couldn't afford. The gold again. bears. Yes, giant gold bears. <laughs> Christmas. People have weird Christmas decorations all over the place. <laughs> uh, and that was, that was it. We just had a bit of a walk around. <clears throat> oh, we went to the cathedral. Uh, yes, we did. Which was quite a... Bland cathedral. It was quite wasn't it? tucked away. It was just on the high street. Unassuming, yeah. yeah. Um, and we went in, and there was there's no stained glass windows. No. There's no old architecture. It's no. the facade of the thing was clearly had a lot of work put into it. Yeah. Um, but the inside, not so much. Maybe it was a, a, a newer one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so then we got back on the train, headed back out, and we drove off to our next stop, which was. Officially in the Black Forest. Yes. In is Black Forest in Bavaria? No. No. Okay, no. It's different. Okay, we're in the Black Forest. Yes. Yes. In the Black Forest, because uh, we went there at night again, which yes. is something we've stopped doing now because we miss so much scenery mm. driving around at night. Uh, we to the town of Schiltach. Schiltach. Yes. Schiltach. Um, just round the back of a, a pub. Yep. Next to a river, and when we woke up. We were surrounded by <laughs> fir trees, like um, a trickling waterfall. There's an old lumber mill, I think, just over the river from yeah. us. And you're there like, yes, we're now in the Black Forest. <laughs> all of these buildings are clearly cuckoo clocks. <laughs> and we were heading to Triberg. Yes, we were. Yeah. Uh, and but I remembered uh, whilst we were watching Grimm, that yes. they came to the Black Forest. Yes. In that came in inverted commas to the Black Forest and that, and uh, they were they went to a church. Yes. 
and it just so happened that that church was like 10 minutes drive from where we were in yes. Schiltach, um, in a town called Wolfach. Yes. So that's where we went. We went past, we went that, past to see that church. Yes. Just to say, hello, yeah. we've been here. I think if Grimm was a more popular program, they'd probably have a sign up or something. Maybe, yeah. Um, but they didn't. We just drove past that for a novelty. And then we ended up on, I don't know the name of the road, but it might as well be called the Cook O'Clock Route. Yes. So we drove through, I couldn't... Actually, oh. no. No. I think we saw signs for it. It's like... It, it, it does have a name, something like that. I'm pretty sure afterwards, later on, we saw signs that were just, that, that had like cuckoo clock some, in Root. German. Yeah. yeah. You might be right, actually. That does ring a bell. Yeah, I think we did. It, but, it must have a thing. But we ended up on it inadvertently. Yes. It just happened to be on the way. We knew that the largest cuckoo clock in the world was in Triberg. Yeah. So we were heading there. And we just happened to see a sign for the first shop which was just the house of black forest clocks mm. which is different to the house of a thousand clocks yes uh so we just pulled up on the other side of the road there's a huge cooker clock outside yeah which we waited about 25 minutes to wait for it to go off we did and it didn't go off uh you can see there used to be a, a pay machine to put money in and maybe that activated it or something but that was all turned off so the clock mm. worked but nothing no. played uh so then we moved on and not far from there was the house of a thousand clocks Yes. Uh, which we went in, and they're very... I think that's the biggest cuckoo clock shop in the world or something? I think so. Something like that. So it's not the biggest cuckoo clock. No. But we think it's the biggest shop. And you, the sales the saleswoman approached us, uh, clearly thinking we're there to spend money. Unfortunately. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> um, but they seem very good. They're, they, oh, you know, we can ship to any country you want, anything you want. And she was telling us how cuckoo clocks work. Yeah, so the, the stock that they have... It's made from, sorry, five families within the Black Forest make the clocks that they yes. have in stock there, which is really cool. Yes. And you can actually see when you're walking around the different styles yeah. of the families. And you can also see how some families have developed a more modern style. Yeah, there were some really minimalist ones. Exactly. Like, like modern art looking, which were quite cool because they they're still quite cool. they're still got the weights mm. they still work like a normal cuckoo but it's does. just a plain for example black face with silver yeah. clock hands yeah, and that's yeah. all it is but you had stuff like that or you had the far more traditional yeah it's a normal cuckoo clock right up to the ones which were the size of small trees yes yeah <laughs> huge things a little thing we found out with her telling us every cuckoo clock must have two weights yes to work um, but one with two weights will not play music. Yeah. The third weight is the one that plays the music. Yeah. Um, so we sort of had to sheepishly leave from there because I think they're trying to get people to buy stuff. Yeah, of where they're they just are. milling about. Um, oh, the dogs outside doing. Oh, okay, you have to watch out for that. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Um, sorry about that. Um, so then we carried on from there. And then again, we stumbled upon what we weren't sure at the time whether it was the biggest clock in the world or not. Mm. But after looking back today to double check, it seems fairly certain it is. Okay. Couldn't find a proper name for it. It's only part of the... I've written it down. Uren Park. So Clock Park. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Uren is Clock. Oh, okay. Well, that's the one... Because you Google that and it just comes up with Watch Shop. But yeah. it also has the world's largest working cuckoo clock outside. I see. And so that's the one right next to the tunnel. Yes. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you pay a couple of euros, I think it was two euros? I think so, two euros each. Two euros you can get round the back of the cuckoo clock and you can see the mechanism. And they, yeah. ha they have one from like a, an average size cuckoo clock, the, all the mechanism of it. Mm. And that one, was it 100 times? 60. 60, there you go. 60 times the size. Um, so that's where we got a bit of video. You filmed it going off on the inside, on the inside, and I filmed it from the outside. And you synced and it up. Synced I it think up, that's yeah. quite that's one of our videographic achievements, personally. Yes. Yeah, so that that was quite cool. <laughs> um, well, I know you didn't get to see much. No, I just saw the cuckoo as it. You saw all the workings <laughs> and all the bellows and that. Um, and then that's just outside of Triberg. And then you get into Triberg. They have another huge cuckoo clock shop. Um, which has a big cuckoo clock 
above it, but that has animatronic bears. It does, yeah. And there is another claimant to, I think it was at one point the world's largest cuckoo clock, out the other side of the town. Yeah. Which we saw from the road. It's about the size of a small bungalow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't go to it because it was quite far off the road. Yeah. And we were, you know, places to be. Yeah. You know. Um, but we did spend a bit of time in Triberg. We did. We uh, did. The first place we went was to the waterfalls, wasn't it? Yes. There's something about those waterfalls. So they're the tallest in Germany? In either Germany or Western Europe, I think. Mm. It's a very tall waterfall. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there's footpaths which sort of snake foot across between the natural footpaths and bridges. Yeah. That sort of snake up the waterfalls mm-hmm. all the way up and there's um information points along the way wasn't there yeah and they showed you what uh not just about the waterfall but also about the area mm. about the flora and fauna which is kind of yeah cool. and where because there was an old um hydroelectric station oh yes there. yes yes there was yes you're right um and then you get to the top and you can get some angles between the trees where you can see down yeah because triberg itself is on a hill mm. and the waterfall just carries on up the hill yeah and so you can sort of see way out that was cool. Way out down I remember that. You do have to pay to get into the waterfalls. Yes. But uh, that ticket also gets you into the model village. Mm-hmm. Not not model village. No, that's not quite what it was, was it? No. What do they call it? They called it is like model land or something like, like model Choiberg or something. Yeah. You should have looked this up, really. Um, but you go in. It's on the main high street of Choiberg. Yes. And they just have some tables set up with. It's like my in my dad's attic. He's got a huge model train set. Yeah. It's basically a lot of that, but with more moving bits. Yeah. Um, a few different scenes. Which is quite cool for what it was. It was cool. Uh, but there was one that had a video during the winter, I think, for Christmas. I was going to say that, like, if you want to go to Triberg, apparently winter is the time to go because they have a winter festival when the waterfall freezes over. Yeah. Um, and they actually have fire twirlers and things like that and music and activities and all that kind of yeah. stuff um, at the waterfall and it seems to be quite an event yeah they had a model version of that but then they had a video of the yes. actual because you think oh that looks cool then you see a video it's like oh yeah oh damn <laughs> um, and that's also Triberg is the home of Black Forest Gatto Gatto yes the restaurant well the cafe there is it the guy who works there is the direct descendant owner of that place of that place was the apprentice to the guy to the guy who created the black forest cake yeah there you go so that's as authentic that's as authentic as it gets yes um so we went and had some we did it was a bit strong it was that was a uh, a lot of kirsch in it. Yes, that was considering <laughs> both of us, well, one of us had to drive. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, let's have a sandwich before we go anywhere after this. This is a bit heavy have going. Have a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's a tradition in my family for me to have black forest cake on my birthday. And it was kind of nice that we got to do that. Yeah. Because I don't think we had cake otherwise on my birthday, did we? No, no. No, no we had... Um... Schneeball. Did we? I remember just being meat. Oh, snowball. No, no, no. I thought you meant... Oh, no. I meant... What was the meal we had in Rothenburg? Twice? Can't remember. Some sort of meat, anyway. Takeaway <laughs> food, basically. Um, yeah, so we kind of went to went to Triberg. We did the waterfalls. I think because yes. you have 24 hours. If you buy the ticket to the waterfall or to the model village thing, yeah. either or, you have 24 hours to then visit the other one. The other one, yeah. I think it was 24 hours. So we did the waterfalls and we stopped. There's a small car park not far away at all from Troyberg, mm. just up the road. We turned off and then we came back in and did the model village, Got the had our cake. And then we went on to Freiburg? Yes. Yes, towards Freiburg. Now that road out of there, the twisty, windy road of the Black Forest. Oh God, yes. Up and down hills, surrounded flanked on both sides by huge pine trees yep pine tree covered mountains the river running next to you all the way down small like logging villages mm-hmm. as you go through and then it opens up to this huge valley yeah that was at, at that point it was the most spectacular road i think we'd been on yeah uh the day after it would be beaten 
Or a couple of days after it would be beaten. Yeah, um, but at that point... We'll get to that. That was yeah. that was a phenomenal road. Unfortunately, the footage we captured just did not do it justice. No. Uh, that The camera we have point... We always have a dash cam pointing up front. And it's it's great for if we have the crash. Even though when we did, we didn't have it on. It's another spoiler for an upcoming episode. Um, you just like to keep them guessing, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we're going to hook people. Keep them, keep them listening. Um, yeah. It's not it really the the camera pointed out the front just no. it captured it all but did not does not do it justice. No, not at all. Um, and we went to Freiburg because we needed to we needed to do a, some grocery shopping. Yes. And we needed to do laundry. Yeah. Uh, Freiburg again has uh, quite an extensive uh, emission zone. Yeah. Low emission zone. Uh, there is a park and ride literally just on the edge of the emission zone. Mm-hmm. But so we parked there and then walked to the laundry place. Yeah. It was short enough. Um, you know, just a self-service, you know, washing machines, tumble dryers sort of situation. Uh, and then we came out to, and we parked up outside a, a leisure centre, which was another motorhome area. Mm-hmm. You can park up there and they had a water point, another paid sort of water point thing. We ended up spending two days there because the following day was yeah. pouring down with rain. Yeah. And I think it's that day we kind of damaged our batteries a little bit. I think so. Because we both sat there with the inverter on, with our laptops plugged in, playing games. Mm. Um, we got the batteries right the way down. And we still get more than enough life out of the batteries. Absolutely more than enough. Yeah. But it's just not quite as much as we used to. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's just a lesson. Because we have lead batteries. Yes. Yeah, you're not supposed to let them go below 50%, are you? No. No. And we kind of did. Um, it wasn't much below 50 not if much. it was, but no. it's still, yeah we, we, yeah, we dropped the ball a little bit there. Yeah, we did. So we, we do still get, because it was a, you know, raining all day, Yeah, we still get a charge from the solar panels. Mm. Just not enough to sit there doing that, Yeah, really. Um, and because we're next to a leisure centre, we managed to, they let us use the facilities there. Yes. I think it was about 250 each euros, I think. So. I think. It was less than three euros each for yeah. a shower. Which is great. Although the weird thing is the showers didn't have any doors on them. Nope. And that was terrifying. And there was a lot of like children's clack because it was a Saturday morning. Yeah. So there's like luckily I don't know about you. Oh, you had someone come in on you. Somebody I, was there when I got there, <laughs> and I was like, "What do I do now? I can't just leave." Like, <laughs> I I got lucky. I managed to sort of get in quickly, wash, uh, and out before anybody. I, I never saw anybody. Um, oh man, the dogs come to see Dargo. The local. The, the Taverna owner has a dog. He's very friendly, but Dargo's not sure. No, Dargo's not a big fan. He's not doing anything, though. Is she okay? She's just looking at him. Okay. The he's adventures. Complete, he's the completely drama. ignoring her. Yeah. Gotta have a bit of um, suspense in each episode, don't we? Yeah. Well, we get on with the locals. Dargo doesn't. <laughs> She's just very protective. She is. She's just sort of seeing him off. No, he's coming back round, that's why. I think he might be going for her food. I will be back. Okay, you be back. Dago. Um, but yeah, we have found that leisure centres are usually a good shout. In fact, every leisure centre we've been to, except one, were happy enough to let us use the facilities for a small price, you know, a couple of euros. Uh, the only exception was the one outside Amsterdam where she wanted us to pay for some sort of class to have a shower. And she even said, well, that will cost you the cheapest ones, about 18 euros. I thought, well, I, I don't, I'm not that desperate to be clean. I'll just have a flannel wash in the, in the sink in here. And then we found out we weren't too far away from Ravens, uh, Ravenna Gorge, sorry. Which I think Frey told me about. Yes, I accidentally discovered that because I was trying to find a Christmas market we might actually be able to make it to. Yes, we thought we've been <laughs> in Germany so desperate. long. We thought we're because uh, Frey Stad is Frey Stad. Frey Stad, yes. Yeah, where we were. Um, it's very close to the French border. Oh uh, no 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 Freiburg. Freiburg, sorry, yes. Yeah, sorry, that's what I yeah. Yes, Frey, Freiburg. Freiburg is very close to the French border. Mm-hmm. We thought, oh, we're nearly out of the country now. Yeah. We need to see one, and we, you showed me a. I think you showed me one photo of Ravenna Gorge Christmas Market, and it's a world famous one, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's beneath a huge. It's like. It's in a gorge, it's basically. In, it's tucked in a, in a gorge beneath a huge. 
train bridge. Yeah. Um, and we thought, well, yeah, we'll go in there. Um, <laughs> so we went there, and that drive... That was... From Frey- Freiburg... Is that the right one? Freiburg. Uh, the, the sports centre where we were stopped was Amendingen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that... that I, I get Freistad and Freiburg. Freiburg. It was Freiburg. Yes. From Freiburg, because we came on the same road yeah. to get out there. Freiburg to Ravenna Gorge. Yeah. That was the most spectacular road. That's that's top five even now. Yeah. That was right up there. Mm-hmm. And we went through, you know, you got the, the valleys, the twisty roads, the picturesque villages with streams and rivers running through them. Yeah. And then we ended up in amongst the snow. Exactly. I think that was amazing because there was snow but there was also the realization of oh crap snow's here yes at the same time <laughs> that, that was our other concern heading south for the warmth and also to get out of any countries that have winter tire requirements yes because a lot of european countries do uh, we do have snow chains now but they damage the road yeah. so a lot of countries require you to have winter tires at certain points yeah and we kind of wanted to be because we can't we have nowhere to keep four spare tires no um I'm not sure very many van lifers do, really, so... No, well, if we had some sort of roof rack, we could sort of strap them on there. Maybe, But yeah. anyway, it's beside the point. So, we went to Ravenna Gorge. We did. Fantastic drive. Yes. I missed the turn to come off for the car park. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I'll just turn around at the nearest opportunity. That took forever to find the nearest <laughs> opportunity. It was just dual carriageway the whole way <laughs> down this hill. Eventually found a spot, turned around, got back up there... Only to be told that you have to pre-book your parking mm. for that car park. And so where there's a shuttle service, you've got to go to the next town. Well, that's just where we turned around. So <laughs> uh, we drove back down there. We found the place. We got parked up. We got out of the van and heard a hissing noise. Yes. The rear left tyre, the valve of it, had come loose. Yeah. The actual stem of the valve and air was coming out. While we were looking at that, Dargo got out and started playing catch Dargo. Um, I had to explain to a, a, the old the old German bloke who was sort of directing traffic. He wondered why I was looking around all the. All there, the there was a load of parked uh, Arctic trailers. Yeah. Of course, I was walking up and down them, between them and around them, and he couldn't ask what was going on, and I, he didn't know the word for cat. <laughs> And I can remember the German word for cat. So I just, I just went meow like that. Oh, okay, not that. And we got her in. And the tyre wasn't flat yet. No. We didn't have to pump it up. So we went on Google. Google said, oh yeah, these, a few garages that were open. None of them were open. No. Google lied. Um, Whilst you were chasing the cat, I patched up the valve. Yeah. With duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> which seemed to hold, um, and, and then, it was okay. And then we got to the second place, which couldn't service. Yeah. And then you phoned someone, didn't you? I did, yes. I found somebody, and I was just like, let's just try it. There's a garage nearby. Might be open. Tried it. Um, and she was like, we're not normally open, but he'll open the shop for you tomorrow morning. Because it was the following day it was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, perfect. Cool. We'll be there at this time. Yeah. Um, we went there. And turns out that was the guy's house. Yeah, not the, his shop. The address we had was the guy's house. Also, the road that gets there was non-existent. Yeah, closed it, for it, work. It was under <laughs> completely closed, so it's absolute nightmare to get there. But the guy, he came to meet us. Yeah. We followed him to his shop. He sorted it. Cost us ten euros. Yeah. Oh, the night before that, something another good tip. A few places in Europe. We we stayed at a similar place in Finland. And there's this place in Germany. Um, several motorhome showrooms. Oh yes. Have facilities on their property. Yes. Uh, I think you have to be a member or a customer of theirs to use. They have showers and toilet facilities, things like yeah. that. You have to. I think you have to be a customer of theirs or of the company, whatever, to use them. But they mm. do have motorhome parking. Yeah. Which was very well, you know, it's free to park up. You're on mm. tarmac, it's not scenic, but it really served us. Yeah. Because we were only about a 10 minute drive away from where we needed to be. Exactly. Or whatever. Um, so we got that patched up, and then we crossed the Rhine, I believe. Yes. Yes. Into France. We did. And that's the end of our German adventure. Yeah. There's so much more yet for us to do. 
We haven't done any of the main stuff in Germany. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, It'd be so. nice to take this around the Nürburgring. You're kidding. Um, <laughs> this is going to be so slow. Get one of the stickers <laughs> on the back. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Um, no, there's there's so much in Germany. We didn't do Berlin. Um, it's all of the major cities. Yeah, um, we want to go back to Hamburg. Um, it's Dresden. We can go on listing. Yeah, German towns. Um, I'd quite happily go back to the Black Forest. It was amazing. The Black Forest. The Black Forest is somewhere I'd love to go on motorbikes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's built for that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, it's also very accommodating to motorhomes. Yeah. Uh, there was another thing about Triberg. There is a there was motorhome parking uh, at the top of the at town. At the top of the town, yeah. The town's built on a hill. The top end, within spitting distance of mm. all the touristy stuff you want to go and see. Yeah. There's motorhome parking. It's um, basically a, it's bit the. the there's, sorry, start again. There's three sp- spaces, I believe, yeah. and they're just at the back of a bus stop. Yeah. Yeah. We you were able to stop there for the night, but it is on a slope. Yeah. So we didn't stay there for the no. night. Um, but it's excellent parking to go and visit everything. Um, yeah, Germany in general, say like you can't really drive into the cities unless you've got an all-electric van or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I think they have... with Germany, they, I haven't looked into it because it was just confusing for me. But like you said, you can go and get those stickers. Yeah. Um, which give you a emission zone classification. Yeah. And dependent on that classification and the city that you're in, obviously yeah. says whether or not you can go in and what. Yeah. So, yeah. But regardless of all that, all the, all the cities have park and ride yeah, systems. Yeah, exactly. All shuttle systems. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will be going back to Germany on the way back. So mm-hmm. if anyone could leave some comments about things we really should go and see. Yeah. We maybe don't know about. Um, some hidden treasures. Yeah. That'd be nice. Or just some, oh, if you go to Berlin, make sure to go to this place. Yeah, that'd you be know, cool. Things like that. And that's it. That's Germany. Yes. Um, we are looking forward to going back there. That's on our planned route home when enough borders open that we can get home. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. So... The next episode is south of France, which yeah. I think is so drastically different from the north of France. Is it the south of France? Are we not doing the rest of the trip? Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> wow. Really confused. No, sorry. Yes, of course. Denmark is the next one. Thank you. I was you. like, he's just missed out the whole northern part of the trip. Well, it's because we did... I know, Yeah, because of where we ended. A bit out of sequence. Um, Denmark is Denmark. Denmark is the next. That's that's coming next week. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening, uh, especially yeah. if you made it this far in the podcast. So uh, we have been cheekily looking at the analytics. We do have a worldwide audience. We do. We're very grateful. Um, quite honestly, surprised at how many people, how many downloads we've had so far, and how many people are listening. Yeah. Uh, we're very grateful. Maybe they just um, like to see whether or not they can understand what we're saying. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, I feel that's more you taking the mick out of me than anything yes. else. Yes. Um, but no, it's a quick one. If you're listening to this on YouTube, we are available on any podcast service you care to name. Yep. Uh, or at least it's available to us. Some do not allow engines from uh, Europe. No. So unfortunately, we're not on every last one, but we are available on pretty much any podcast service you want and yep. if you're listening on, on podcasts and for some reason you prefer to watch it on YouTube for whatever reason uh, we are on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, we don't have enough subscribers to have our own URL yet but just search for Catavan or Catavan Cast and you will find us mm-hmm. very very easily if you want to see the videos for what we've been discussing yep, uh, those are on there as well yes all our videos we can get like a video diary of our whole trip so far yep uh, excluding footage from the next few episodes because that all got lost in yeah. the robbery from the upcoming episode. Burglary. Burglary, sorry. Um, so we have uh, video, video diary episodes go up every Sunday. Yeah. New podcasts are every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Yep, at Catavan UK. And on Facebook. Catavan UK. We do have a website. Yes, but we're not very good at No, it, it's very difficult to update that out and about it's very slow uh, we are going to have a big go at it um, next in a time few we, weeks yeah, yeah when we get to an Airbnb with some decent Wi-Fi speeds because mm. um, we're limited on data 
I think that's about everything. If you want to email us any, please leave reviews or any comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us directly for whatever reason, we are catavanuk at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just drop us a line. Yep. Um, or, of course, like Ganesha Hip, uh, Project Hippie Bus did, you can yes. go on to the YouTube video. Well, yes, go on to the yeah. YouTube uh, of this podcast. And just comment on that. Yeah. That works too. Or Instagram or Facebook oh, or anything. Wherever. Yeah. Wherever you care to. We're easily reachable. Yes. Um, and plus it helps with uh, algorithms to <laughs> increase the exposure. So please, yes. It's we, all maths for you, isn't it? It's all maths. All I see is the matrix. I think we've gone on long enough now. I think so. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. You can have the rest of your day back. Have the rest of your day back. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll speak to you next Wednesday. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.